my part in Elon Musk's horrifying and tragic Everest catastrophe. Chapter 2 Elon Musk and Keith, the saucy Reuters fake llama. Masquerading as an albino pack mule during those first few days out of Kathmandu was one of the most physically and mentally taxing journalistic assignments I had ever attempted, especially at that early stage of my journalistic career. This was only complicated by Musk deciding to take a shine to me and riding backwards on my flimsy pantomime mule back. I had not factored in a fully grown man-child riding me for 14 days, but journalism is not a job for weaklings. So what else could I do but grit my teeth and bite down on another contractually provided Maleydale dexamphetamine and continue on our perilous trek towards Everest. Elon Musk, meanwhile, was oblivious to my panting and groaning and merely continued yodeling gently into the deep mountainsides and plunging gorges all around. But it was after that demanding first day out of Kathmandu as the hard-working pieces of burden were collected in a makeshift corral on a bleak and gusty Nepalese slope that I first met Keith from Reuters. As I grazed disconsolately on the evening repast of slightly mouldy sorghum and dank hay, a remarkably attractive and gleaming tan llama edged into the feeding bay next to me amongst all the other beasts of burden, the asses, the mules, the dromedaries, and so on. It was then, to my slight surprise, that the imposing llama next to me pulled a mask off to reveal the very human face of a beaming, balding, middle-aged man. Keith, the chirpy, cockney animal impersonator, was over time to become a firm friend, sometime colleague and staunch confidant in the years to come, as well as being the best man at my first wedding. All who knew Keith still mourn his inexplicable and accidental demise on assignment at Royal Ascot in 2004, just after the third jump. As a young freelancer in those days, all I could afford was a basic packet mule outfit, which did the job, but really little else. But Keith, oh, Keith. Keith, the multi-award winning ace, Reuters, llama impersonator, well, he was in a different league altogether. He was a credit to Reuters' large and illustrious undercover ungulate bureau. It was around noon on day three of our trek to base camp one that Musk gave up any interest in Bonnie. 
the assumed identity of the pack mule in whose guise I had really almost rather too easily infiltrated Elon Musk's vast and unimaginably extensive circus parade Everest entourage. From the first moment Musk laid eyes on the fluffy and svelte figure of Keith, the fake writer's llama, it was obvious he was smitten. At the time, Elon was, of course, riding backwards on my quasi-pack mule back. But when Keith fluttered his false llama eyelashes, Musk fell immediately and ineluctably under his spell. At the time, Musk was riding on the back of my mule simulacrum, facing backwards towards Kathmandu at a departure point, as normal. He had, I recall, only hours before, decided to stop yodelling. His yodelling, actually, was something I found really quite soothing and contemplative. And had taken now to singing tunes in a fiercely coarse and guttural Afrikaans. I wasn't quite sure how much more of this I could really take. But suddenly, just as a lunch flugelhorn began to sound at the end of the line, Musk leapt to the ground and took a heroic pose on the track, his arms wide and outstretched. He was facing Keith the Reuters Lama, who had been trudging along stoically beside us. Musk looked deeply into the eyes of Keith the pretend Lama and cried out loudly. He cried out something so hideously offensive and disgusting. It caused widespread retching and vomiting throughout the caravanserai. I knew by this it could only be an imprecation of deep, undying love in Afrikaans. Keith, the llama impersonator from Reuters' crack team of undercover animal infiltration experts, was, however, a credit to his profession. Despite Musk's amorous, horrifying, proto-Dutch entreaties of passion, Keith merely shyly and coquettishly returned Musk's gaze, slyly nickering. For the next twelve and a half days, as we trekked through the unforgiving foothills of the spine of the world, and much to my relief, Elon Musk wrapped himself lovingly around the phony neck of Keith, the Reuters investigative reporter, who had so convincingly captured the essence of the saucy llama. All the while, us toyed with Keith's gloriously lustrous faux llama pelt, gently cooing air supply ballads in German, as Keith manfully attempted to not take them both over the edge and into a deep crevasse. To this day, I often wake up in a cold sweat, screaming, no more, Baloran in Deliba. No more. Little did we know what further horror and tragedy was yet to befall us. Disclaimer. 
The above tale is completely untrue. Only some of the names remain the same. To imperil the innocent. Do, 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 do.